This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. You can also visit us at BoathouseStudios.com in order to listen to this podcast and every other podcast in the Boathouse Network. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. The year was 1968. We were on recon in a steaming Mekon Delta. An overheated private removed his flak jacket, revealing a t-shirt with the iron on, sporting the mad slogan, Up With Miniskirts. Well, we all had a good laugh, even though I didn't quite understand it. But our momentary lapse of concentration allowed Charlie to get the drop on us. I spent the next three years in a POW camp, forced to subsist on a thin stew of fish, vegetables, prawns, coconut milk, and four kinds of rice. I came close to madness trying to find it here in the States, but they just can't get the spices right. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. I knew it right off the top. I know you knew. That was the one that. Now I play the game of like, does Greg know (laughs) the one I'm picking? And I was right too. Yeah, you were. Yeah, Uh, that was uh, (laughs) because I think there was no other one to go with. I mean, like it's so obviously the right one. Anytime there's a Skinner quote like that, specifically a monologue. Monologue. I gotta go. It's it's my fave. Yeah, he he (laughs) delivers a monologue in a um, in a B plot that is just so removed (laughs) from the actual story of this episode. Yeah. And yet is still great. Yeah. That you you can't That's help. why I don't remember it's in this episode. Yeah. You <laughs> can't help but choose it. So welcome back to Two Bad Neighbors. This is the 99th episode, and I am Wayne Gretzky. Is that because he's number 99? Because he's number 99. Oh, it's hockey. I don't, I don't get why that yep. makes you Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> oh, okay. It's just a gag. <laughs> it was a really good gag. You don't have to patronize. Everyone had a you good don't, laugh. You don't have to patronize like, me. We all had a good laugh, even though I didn't quite understand it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. We're back, Greg. Yeah, we are. From our little mini hiatus. It has been the holidays. Yeah. Hasn't it? How was your Christmas? Well, bud, I've been all over the place for my holidays. Uh-huh. I went to Kelowna, sunny Kelowna, mm-hmm. on the sunny beaches of Canada. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to uh, Lethbridge, Ooh. as I think we all did. Uh, except for one person on the podcast. There's only yep. three right now. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but it's the majority, so. Sure. Uh, then I went to Cochrane. Mm-hmm. Spent a lot of time there. Went to Calgary. Nice. Did a little bit of a tour, if you will. Stayed yeah. in country. Uh-huh. Didn't have to bring my passport anywhere. That was nice. Good. Yeah. That was uh, a lot, of, lot less stress uh-huh. in that case. They'll let you on a plane in Canada if you have a driver's license. Yeah. It's madness. <laughs> is that true still oh yeah i thought they'd i thought recently they're just like no give us your passport you idiots no 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 no, no. they're fine with it yeah yeah i don't fly within canada often so. oh really yeah well you should try it it's very expensive no that means it's very good <laughs> i don't think that's true sure what did you do fine uh i was in the hospital that's right yeah <laughs> shit <laughs> 
I did know that. Um, yeah, my Christmas was garbage. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, why don't you uh, tell us about it if you want to? I mean, look, long story short, I was fixing myself a nice Christmas meal. Sure. Uh, steak and uh, a T-bone steak. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, no, sorry, a ribeye. My mm. apologies. Uh, <laughs> and some garlic... Uh, asparagus and potatoes. That sounds delicious. I was so excited. Yeah. Uh, my garlic potatoes were just finishing. Yeah. And my steak was done. And I'm like, oh, I hope I cooked this right. So I took a little little cut and uh, chewed it. I was like, yep, that's good. Swallowed it. And then nothing else good happened for the rest of the day. Oh. Because it got stuck in my esophagus. Ah. What? Yeah. So I could breathe. Yeah. Which obviously is a good thing. But it meant I couldn't swallow. And I was trying to, like, drink things to wash it down, and it was just getting caught and coming back up and, uh, you know, got to the point where any home remedies I read about were not working, so I had to go to the hospital, and they had to do an endoscopy, Uh, basically stick a tube, uh, a camera down my throat into my esophagus to push it down into my stomach. Uh, Apparently, they had to cut it a bit, too, because it was really real jammed. Oh, my God. So, and yeah, so, you know, I got there at like 1 p.m. I wasn't home until 9 p.m. So. Oh, my God. It took quite a while. Uh, I did not enjoy my time there. No kidding. (laughs) Of course you wouldn't. Jesus. Um, You know, luckily my mom was in town, so she was able to drive me there and drive me back home. And then I had uh, some cup of noodles for uh, Christmas dinner. So. (laughs) Sucks. (laughs) Yeah, it wasn't fun. And uh, you know what they say, though? It can only get better. <laughs> well, if you have a shitty Christmas, you're going to have a great New Year's. Yeah. Did you have a great New Year's? Oh, uh, yeah. I had a lot of fun. Good. I, just, I had a party and just uh, I DJed for the first time ever. How'd that go? It was so much fun. You, uh, you're wearing just filled the, the dance floor. You're wearing the headphones right now very much like a DJ. <laughs> well, yeah. So it's... Yeah, uh, you got to do it. And that's a nice hat, though. Thanks. Can I have it? Nope. Okay. <laughs> I really um, like that hat. The problem is, when you DJ, no one told me this, when you mm. DJ, you have nothing to do except drink. So I got too drunk. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I was having a great time, and then I started DJing, and then, like, I would just, you know, I'd prep the next song, and then, like, just kind of watch people dance, and, like, yeah, this is fun. And then i just drink, drink, drink. Oh, next song, drink. Hey, my drink's empty. And everyone's, like, very friendly to the DJ. Of like, course. can I get you a drink? Yes, absolutely, please. What's your DJ Rum name? And Coke, please. I haven't decided yet. Um, no, <laughs> you are not deciding for me. <laughs> DJ Tailspin. Hey, James. <laughs> what? Do, you DJ, don't decide either. DJ Ducktails. No, stop it. <laughs> oh my god, DJ Ducktails is so good. <laughs> can't just name Disney Saturday morning cartoons as my DJ. Name. Oh yeah, watch me. <laughs> DJ DJ Darkwing. DJ Goof Troop. <laughs> DJ Gargoyles, um, uh, James Wade. DJ is Aladdin. Us, everybody, he's back from the dead. It's James Wade. He is. We have oh uh, my God. discovered yeah. he is not dead. It's a Gone Girl situation. Uh, we thought he died, it's, but turns out it's he, true. I, I just fled the country. <laughs> he just fled the country. <laughs> uh, are they? Are you allowed back yet, James? Uh, no, no. All right. <laughs> Can you tell us no. what happened yet? Oh, yes, absolutely. Okay. Uh, yeah, so uh, for any um, listeners who may be curious, I moved to Brooklyn to move in with my fiance. We promptly got married at City Hall mm-hmm. uh, a few weeks ago, 
And um, now I, I live here and I'm doing the long wait for a work visa. Right, yes, but what was the reason you had to flee the country in the first <laughs> place? That was what I was looking for. Oh, I mean, right. Mazel Tov and everything, <laughs> but... I, <laughs> right, I, sorry, I, I stole Greg's car. Uh, right, right, yeah. Oh, Just, I want everyone to know that, and <laughs> he, is, uh, he is a thief and a liar. And I thought and I he just was drove it. dead. <laughs> and you know what? I didn't even steal it for, for money or anything. I just drove it straight into a tree and then walked away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, it burst into flames. There was nothing left but a fireball. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's why we thought he was dead this whole time. Yeah, that's yep. fair. Yeah. So, I drug myself through the snow. So I guess I'm glad you're, you're okay. How was the wedding? <laughs> <laughs> It was very nice. Yeah. I highly recommend anyone who wants to get married to go to the city clerk's office. Really, the one in Manhattan is very nice. Yeah. Uh, they like called our name, and we like took we took a number, and they called our name, and they like they got our our actual ceremony done like in under five minutes. The guy was like lightning fast, and like, hey, we prepared some vows. Can we read them? Nope. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> wow, sounds like my ideal wedding. <laughs> yeah, it was just like nice and quick. It was get to the point. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, presumably go drink. Get this done yeah. so I can go back to work. <laughs> it's yeah. time is money in NYC <laughs> and nobody has it. Either of also, those Yeah. fun fact, if you get married at City Hall, you never know who's going to be there. And Sting was there. <laughs> Sting? Sting. The musician Sting. <laughs> uh, Gordon, what is his real name? Lightfoot. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's it. Yes, Sting and Gordon Lightfoot, of course. <laughs> Gordon Shumway. We're, we're, we're tying the lot, tying the knot. Oh, wait, that's wow. Alf's real name. That's amazing. Um, well, that's really great, man. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really happy for you. I wish, uh, I wish you were still here, but I'm, uh, I'm glad you're, uh, you're living the dream in NYC. Oh, well, thanks, I'm, buddy. I'm you're fairly indifferent. So, <laughs> yeah, I just thought I would even out Alan's uh, uh-huh. indifference with some genuine emotion. Did you, was there like lots of people waiting to get married when you were there? Uh, not a lot. We went in the morning on a Thursday. Okay. Friday is like the busy day to go. But, you know, we waited for like 20 minutes. And uh, I'm then curious, we got in. Like, like if we see a bunch of other, oh. Oh, heard, yes. There are definitely. I a ding. I don't know if that was picked up on the podcast. So. Probably was. Cool. Mm. I, I didn't hear a ding. I didn't hear a ding over here. Yeah, you no, wouldn't because no, it's coming wouldn't. from his laptop. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. It was actually a reminder telling me to podcast. Oh, right now. <laughs> Shoot, do you have to go then? Uh, yeah, it says right there. Okay, I have so to go. So we got to wrap this up. I have another thing. Greg needs to podcast. Yeah, I need to go and do my other podcast. <laughs> not the one you're thinking of. I, the other one. No, not that one. But the other Sorry, one. Sorry, the other one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, Greg has like it. twenty podcasts. He needs to. It's a cool. It's a two bad neighbors review podcast. <laughs> uh, it's where I sit and Ali and Camille just talk about all of the things that we do wrong, mm-hmm. and I just watch it's like them. a running commentary. I watch them. Yeah, episode. they they do commentaries on it. They've actually threatened to do that before. <laughs> by the way. <laughs> That is not surprising. No, of course not. And I have not been as discouraging as I should be. Well, <laughs> Allie's is out of the country. So. Well, I mean, you know, so is James. And look yeah, at us. And look at look at us now. Yeah. Anyway. Look at me now, Dad. <laughs> look at me now. So you can't uh, leave uh, the country until you get your work visa. Is that right? 
well, I, the idea, the thing is I shouldn't leave the country because I would have no guarantee of getting back in uh. without a work visa. Cause Canadians can only be in the States for, uh, for six months technically. Right. Unless you have a work visa. And yes, unless you have a work visa. So yeah, man, immigration. You're immigration. Def- well, and he's, you're definitely not going to get one while this uh, government is shut down. Actually, fun fact: we mm. were really worried about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, USCIS, the USCIS uh, that f- does like um, like the marriage uh, visas, uh, they are self. They are funded by the people who like pay the fee. So it is not affected by the government shutdown. Oh, sweet. Um, yeah. I guess, I, I guess all government should be privatized then? <laughs> is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm sure things would be much better if corporations owned the immigration process, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, I, know, I, I was worried about the shutdown, but then, you know, we formed this, uh, this rebellion, this uh, rebel army, <laughs> and things are going real well. Oh, yes. Sony and I have decided we do not recognize the authority of the USA. <laughs> Beautiful. And that's what marriage is all about, people. Mm-hmm. So, guys, I want to, I mean, let's, I think we should really get down to business here and okay. like talk and talk about Spider-Man. Because sure. I don't know what else we're doing here. No, that's great. Uh, tell me what you thought about Spider-Noir first. Uh, like every line out of his mouth was gold. Yep. Like the little throwaway line where he's like, "Do you ever hold matches just so it burns down to your finger tangent so you can feel something?" It was just like <laughs> so phenomenal. Taking the Rubik's cube back to his dimension. I don't yes. understand this. Also, but I will. excellent. <laughs> uh, Taking this cube with me. <laughs> I want to see a whole movie that's just him in his dimension. I think it would be a brilliant piece of filmmaking. Yeah. Um, be a lot of fun. It's, it's such a trippy movie. The movie's so good. It's amazing. It's and I meant to say good, which is great. I don't know <laughs> what you meant to say. Yeah, it's great and gr- and good and and it's good, so good and it's also food. Uh huh. That's not what's happening. <laughs> uh yeah. I'm trying uh, to pull myself out of a tailspin. I know is what it I'm didn't work. DJ tailspin. Uh, DJ tailspin. <laughs> See, it's catching on. Tailspin. <laughs> Shere Khan is Woo-hoo. the villain in that. Yeah. But he's like anthropomorphized. Yeah. That's a weird show. Yeah, it is. I'm just going to say right now, <laughs> the world building in Tailspin doesn't make sense. <laughs> On the record with James Wade. <laughs> Shere, Shere Khan's like the opposite kind of villain that he is in The Jungle Book. In like Tailspin. a businessman? <laughs> yeah, he's a businessman. <laughs> And, and, and Tailspin and he's like in Jungle Book he's a tiger he's a tiger he's a, li- he's a literal tiger and he's like he hates the, the, the people like he hates the world of men and is like oh they're gonna destroy but then the Tailspin he's, a, he's, he's like well cause in, yeah capitalism the thing is in Jungle Book he, he hates fire yeah but in Tailspin he loves to fire ah people <laughs> that tracks that absolutely tried. Um, well, we what were happened? talking about Spider-Man. We were talking about Spider-Man. <laughs> we were talking about Tailspin. Went into a Tailspin. And then talked about Tailspin. Yeah. Uh, with That's DJ Tailspin. Here. Oh, boy. Um, it's happening. Listen. It's a brand. Spider-Man wow. to the Spider-Verse is the greatest movie ever made. And <laughs> How many times have you seen it now? Uh, just twice, actually. Okay. And I meant to see it 
way more, but I've just been very busy and also in, in the, the hospital. hospital. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, was it uh, was it better the second time? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, um, I, I I noticed a lot more things, uh, which is always the fun thing about rewatching. Yeah. Uh, it it does like I I mentioned this in my letterbox review, but it does feel like a Edgar Wright movie in that sense a lot of the time. Um, where there's With a lot the layers of layers like, to peel back. Yeah, and there's a lot of like subtle uh, foreshadowing bits early on that are you know pay- paid off later on uh, that I didn't notice the first time around. But now that I know that you know this is going to happen, and then it it happens earlier. Um, you know, when they're watching that uh, thing with uh, uh, Catherine Hahn's character, uh, it actually says Doctor Olivia O, and then he's like blocking the rest of her last name. Oh. Uh. And I'm like, that's cool. I, Smart. I did I not. Like I didn't catch that actually. Yeah. Well, how many times have you seen it, James? <laughs> uh, I went. To, I went to see it twice. Oh, okay. uh, like Alan, <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot. The second time, I was like, actually, just really overcome with the uh, the characters of Peter B. Parker and Miles and like their relationship. I was like, I was really choked up the second time I saw it, and it was so good. Oh man, I was choked up the entire first time and the entire second time. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I probably won't cry as much the second time. Nah, I cried more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like, it was just so funny while being so emotional the whole way through. Like yeah. the moment where, where Peter B. Parker is just like sitting on his mattress at home and he's like talking about a documentary he saw about, about seahorses. Oh man. <laughs> Jake Johnson is great. Oh, as, so good. Like a, his a great vocal performance. It's brilliant casting. The whole it's cast is so good. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Now, in um in it, it's Chris Pine who plays yep. the original the original the quote unquote Prime Parker. Yeah. Right. Peter Parker Prime. Yep. PPP. <laughs> <laughs> and who does the singing of uh Spider Bells. He does that? Mm-hmm. He's sick. He, that's actually Chris that's Chris Pine singing. <laughs> Um, apparently there's a whole album of novelty Spider-Man songs that I haven't listened to yet uh, that they've released. Yeah. Really? Yeah, including Spider-Bells. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's yeah. so funny. I'm, I'm excited. Uh, guys, though, I hate to be the one to All right. do this, but, but Spider-Ham. Spider-Man? <laughs> uh, yeah, I think we need to stop this. Um, I'll take the... Um, I think we need to stop this. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm going to take my phone with us to the movie theater so uh-huh. we can keep Skyping James in. Okay, great. Uh, but we're all You're gonna... just going to only be able to listen to it, James. Yeah. So, sorry. Yeah. We're going to go see Spider-Man <laughs> into the Spider-Verse right oh, now. Oh, all right. Okay. Yeah, fair. Yeah. Fair enough. <laughs> I mean, you'll listen to us talk about it, but very sporadically. I actually went to see... I was, like, in the mood to see a movie, oh, like, recently, and I went to... I was like, I'm going to go see Bumblebee. Um, mm-hmm. And there was a brief moment as I was walking up to the ticket thing... You know, it shows all the movies, and like Spider Man was there, and I'm like, should I just see Spider Man again instead? <laughs> I was like, no, no, I should see a new movie. There'll be plenty of time to watch it other times. Uh, so I saw Bumblebee, and Bumblebee was pretty good. It was pretty good, wasn't it? I thought it was a pretty good movie. Yeah. James, did you see Bumblebee? No, I haven't seen Bumblebee or Aquaman. I'm out of the loop. Yeah, Aquaman, take it or leave it. But you Bumblebee, gotta see Aquaman. You gotta Aquaman's, see Bumblebee. One, Aquaman's one of the best movies of the year, man. Listen, it's so good. Bumblebee, Bumblebee, James. <laughs> no, wait, he's, a, bum- he's a transformer, wait. and his name is Bumblebee. <laughs> Do you know why he's already, named Bumblebee? I'm already, I'm confused. Please explain to me. Because <laughs> when 
uh, Haley Steinfeld finds him, and he Steinfeld. has whatever. Just, just Steinfeld. Sein, when when Haley Steinfeld finds yeah, that's him, that's the one. <laughs> Jerry Seinfeld's daughter. Come on, yeah, we all everybody know, knows we all that. Know that. Uh, he lost his memory and he can't speak. And she's like, "What's your name?" And he goes, "Like makes a little sound." She's like, "You kind of sound like a little bumblebee." I'm gonna call you Bumblebee. And she found a bee's nest in him. It's really cute. Yeah. It's like the Iron Giant, James. <laughs> See, everything I've heard just makes me want to watch the Iron Giant. Well, you can do that, too. You can always do that. There's Everyone should always watch the, the Iron Giant. But you should also All watch right. Bumblebee. It's a good movie. It is. Fine. I will, you know what? I'll do picture in picture. <laughs> good idea. Good, yeah. We're here See to talk about the Pin Pals up. episode huh? of The Simpsons. <laughs> I'm what is this? I'm what so, are you telling me right ta- now? Oh, this is Two Bad Neighbors. My name is Vance, and this is Jeff. Jesus. And oh, <laughs> shit. We're here to Just talk... Blowing through the uh, terrible bits. ...about the... Uh, also, my mother doesn't approve of what I do. Sure. Now, yeah. we're Fuck talking... Yeah. yeah. Um, we're talking about the episode Team Homer from The Simpsons' seventh season. Which which number is it? This is the twelfth episode of Simpsons. And who seven. wrote it? Well, it was written by Mike Scully. And who directed it? And directed it? by Mark Kirkland. And when was it released? It was originally aired January 7th, 1996. Well, there we go. Done. Bye. <laughs> Whew, wow. Back the to Spider-Man. So anyway, Spider-Ham. <laughs> John Mulaney, it's the part he was born to play. <laughs> it's the perfect part for him. Uh, you did this to us, James. Yeah. <laughs> I want you to know that. <laughs> You live it in New York. Can get weird. Spider Man lives in New York. Yeah. Have you I seen him? I only want to talk about Spider Man. I want to talk to James. <laughs> have you Have you seen Spider Man yet? I I haven't I haven't met him. Uh, we're trying to get him for a party. What about Daredevil? Uh, no, I haven't been uh, been around the kitchen. See it like but, that. Um, <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil. <laughs> His show was canceled, so he's 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 bummed out. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. But he went out on a really high note. Did he? I didn't watch did it. Did he, though? Yes. Was it season did he, three? Though? Yes, he did. One? Season three is excellent. Did he, though? Yes. It. No, it, James it's not, like it. though. Season three is no. James is the Daredevil expert, and he says no. Uh-huh. So. No. Season three is great. <laughs> oh, boy. You know what's great? The mm. Defenders. Boy. I didn't watch it. I'm just kidding. I don't know. It's, it's not great. <laughs> I hear it's bad. It's pretty bad. It's, I haven't watched anything it's, since. It's Garbajo. Uh, Daredevil season two, I want to say, mm. of, the, of those uh, things. Or Luke Cage, I guess. Was that after that? Yeah. I don't know. I've watched Jessica Jones 1. I've watched Daredevil 1 and 2. I've watched Luke Cage 1. That's it. First season of Punisher is pretty good. I, that's what I think. I like the first I've season of that. Punisher. I just don't care about him. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's less of a... It's, it's very much not a... does not feel like a Marvel thing at all. Hmm. Feels... No. It's very different and weird. Um that being said, uh, James, why don't you like season three of Daredevil? Uh, because they took like I, what I think is the best Daredevil story and made it really uninteresting. Uh, there are there are too many episodes for the story they're telling, like there is in every Marvel show. Agreed. Um, the the final battle is the most boring thing they choreographed in the whole show. It's just punching in someone's apartment, and I I don't care about the main thrust of is he going to kill Wilson Fisk or not this like thing in his mind I don't care we talked about this in the first season and also I don't care and why is the kingpin just so good at everything it's like they just explain it away like oh he's yeah oh he paid everyone he paid he's everyone not, he's the he's kingpin not the, he's not the squire pin no he's the, the, he's the kingpin yeah he's the king 
I mean, I loved it. I thought it was excellently written, well-crafted, well-storied, well-performed. And, of course, the fight scenes were awesome. That scene that you're talking about in the penthouse suite where they're fighting, that was, like, one of my favorite things of the year. I can't believe you think so. I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I've changed, James. Greg likes a lot of things now. I've, I like a lot of things. <laughs> it's kind of, like, scary. <laughs> Alan has noticed a sharp change yeah. in my trajectory. He's saying everything's five out of five. But I, I actually, mean, I'll never... Aquaman, I actually do mean it for Daredevil, and I actually do mean it for Aquaman. You know who's a Daredevil? Mm. Bart Simpson. Sure is. And he's a very small part of this episode <laughs> that we're talking about consistently. But, but on he this. sets he sets things in motion. He in sure does the episode, he even does. though it's the B plot. It is a it is a dare in a move. Yeah, wearing uh, that shirt. Yeah, down, with, down homework. with homework. Um, so this episode is divided into uh, two very distinct plot points: an A plot, if you will, and a B plot. One of those. For Bart. Uh, yep. Bart plot, uh, one of those uh, <laughs> classic Simpsons episodes that is obviously running a little short. So let's add a little bit of a B plot. The fun part about this episode is that the B plot is great. Yeah, I mean, it's not. It doesn't it, like it's, it's nothing not, transcendent. No, it's not <laughs> sharp writing, as in like I would much prefer it if a B plot was intertwined with the overall episode. But I find myself laughing every time we're cutting back to it. Well, because you got you, you got Skinner and Chalmers. You got Skinner and Chalmers, and you got like you, you've you've got some really fun moments with the kids being zombified from yeah. these uniforms. I like the tag game. Yeah. You are it. Now you are the one who is it. Understood. <laughs> like th- those are some those are some really great moments that I think really separate them because the B plots that I always find myself complaining about are the ones that don't consistently make me laugh. Yeah. This one does. So yeah. that so I'm fine with it. Yeah, like uh, surprise surprise in a comedy show if you're making me laugh, you're going to get away with a lot more. Especially when it comes to a little bit looser writing, which I think this episode has, like a lot of the A-B episodes of The Simpsons, it's a little bit problematic, uh, especially because the B-plot doesn't really have an ending. Yeah. You know, it doesn't really go anywhere. It's, It's mostly just a delivery device to tell jokes so that we can fill up the time, but the thing is, the jokes are all good. Yeah. So, I'm willing to... I mean, it... Presumably goes back to status quo. Yeah. Right? Because the the uniforms, whoops. Not going to try that again. Yeah. And then, (laughs) but, and Skinner doesn't have any, like, um, like, doesn't get fired or, you know, like, have any uh, comeuppance. We've already done that. It's just like, it's just like, oh, oh, no, Mother's in the Park. Now that's I got to see. And I mean, like, this was still at the time where the Simpsons were like, oh, we've already done that episode. We probably shouldn't do it again. Yeah. Because I believe Skinner's been fired, like, three or four times since then. Probably. <laughs> so, what did we think of Team Homer? I think this is a funny one. <laughs> wow. Knocking I don't know this why one I said out like of the that. Park. <laughs> Should we go back to Spider Man? You yeah, see a lot more. I, 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 man. I'm so ready to talk about Spider Man. Um, uh, yeah, I thought it was a funny episode. Um, lots of, I wrote down like a lot of great jokes that I loved in this episode, but uh, I mean,. Not anything more than that. The, the B plot yeah. was sort of like, I didn't, it didn't do much for me. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's always been one that has been kind of unmemorable for me. I remember the, fact, the basic yeah. plot, but I, I'm always like, 
aside from that, I don't, I don't care. It's not one I I'm excited thought, to go I, back and watch. Go ahead, I, misrem- I misremembered something from this episode. I was really looking forward to it, but it turned out to be a completely different episode. What's I that? thought when they, when they all started being zombified and stuff, there's a scene where all the kids are walking down the hallway and blinking in unison. Okay, so oh, you must you. have watched a syndicated version of this episode you because that 100% did. is in this episode. Yeah. Oh shit, really? Yeah. Oh, wow. no, that's great. This is this is fun. Uh because uh, that's happened to me sometimes uh where I've watched a syndicated episode because I can't find my DVDs or whatever and but I remember it well enough that I'm like, "Oh, okay, so they've cut out this joke for syndication." And then we can kind of talk about it because otherwise, generally, we all watch the DVD version, and so we don't get these like what's been cut for syndication. Um, and so that's that's good. That's interesting to know that that scene is cut because that's such a good scene. It's such oh, a man. funny joke. It's He's such a funny joke. In unison, and then the sound, which yeah. is the sound. Work. I think about it all the time. And Skinner saying, that "I love that sound." sound. <laughs> <laughs> Just the heaviest. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's like you. I can't replicate it in any way, but it's it's so burned into my head. Yep. And you were absolutely right. Like you're not going crazy. That that happens in this episode. Yeah. We just saw it, and Alan and I both had a really good chuckle about it <laughs> because it's a really good. I'm oh, I'm surprised that that's a joke that they cut for syndication. I mean, I'm not. <laughs> it's very it's, un- it's a, it's a necessary yeah. for not only the episode as a whole, but the B plot as yeah. well. Yeah. You know? It's a yeah, it's a story thing, right? Yeah. Like, what can you cut from it With, without still making sense, affecting the yeah. story? How many ads can we get in here? Yeah, stuff them. Yeah, put them in there. Put them in between the trailers. <sighs> <laughs> James, have you noticed this? I don't know if this is a Canadian thing. Maybe it doesn't happen in uh, you know big old New York, but. Uh, Maybe people wouldn't stand for it. <laughs> Maybe there. they have. Uh, but when you go see movies, you know how they have like the ads and then the trailers and then the movie. Lately, it's been ads, couple trailers, more ads, couple trailers, movie. Have you, have oh you seen this? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. This is a this is a true story. Cineplex is doing this. Yeah, Those Cineplex bastards. Is doing this. Uh, we live in a nightmare society now. <laughs> yeah, darkest timeline. Truly, oh you've escaped at the right time. Yeah, <laughs> we're basically 1984. Um, the worst time I had at the movies in the last <laughs> year was when I went to see Incredibles two and 25 minutes. Jesus. It was 25 minutes before the movie started. <laughs> see, and uh, I think does the, that include the short film at the beginning? It does include the short film. I'm including the short film and the little film of the cast of The Incredibles apologizing to you for the movie being 12 years late. I hate that so much. (laughs) That's like a trend. So, like, did you see Wreck-It Ralph Oh, my God, that pissed me off so much. Ralph Wrecks the Internet. Ralph Wrecks Everyone. Yeah, what's it called? Ralph Breaks the Internet. Ralph 2, Wreck-It Time. Yeah. It was actually, yeah, it's it's Ralph 2, Wreck-It Time. And they have like the stupid directors, like all three of them. Yeah, all hello. three of the white guys that we, directed this movie. They this all movie. look the same. Thanks for coming to our movie. I'm like, I'm already here. Get out of here. Yeah, you're preaching I want to watch your dumb choir. movie. It's like it's like the pirating thing at the beginning of of movies, <laughs> or at the beginning of DVDs. Sure, it's like you, you wouldn't, wouldn't steal, you wouldn't download like, a car. It's like I bought the DVD. Fuck <laughs> you. Yeah, come on. Exactly. I'm on your oh side. My God. Like I'm gonna <laughs> steal them now so I can get rid of this shit. <laughs> I think I had that moment, uh, the most visceral moment of that was when I went to see X-Men Apocalypse, which is like, 
not a movie I was really excited about, nor did I care too much about. No, but, why would you? But it was like, yeah, so many ads, uh, a couple of shitty trailers. I think at the time I was just like, I don't care about these trailers. And then uh, another ad of some kind. And then like, you know, remember to put your phone on silent and like just all this stuff where I'm just like, Jesus Christ, let's get to the movie. And then it was like, hi, I'm Michael Fassbender. Thank you for coming to our movie. I'm like, fuck you, Michael. I got very mad. Like, and I was there by myself, and I almost shouted at the screen. So, now I kind of expect it. I still get mad about it, but that was the moment where I'm like, oh, that's what they're doing now? They're thanking you for coming to the theater because it's a dying industry? You know, it's one of the reasons why I don't go see plays. Because people think what? Again. Well, because people come out and say and and oh, do, they have like the director comes out and he's like, and "Hey, everybody, like, thanks and, for coming." Yeah, and uh, do like a pre-show. You know, I couldn't thing. have done this without the help of all my cast. And I just want to. Like, f- yeah, that's what the program's for. Yeah, I want to throw a book at them. We do that like on opening night, but not every time. <laughs> no, not even opening. I hate. You it. hate it. Opening. I hate it. I think I it's fine at opening because it's like a celebration. The time. Well, all the time. I did it for the show you were in. I know. Okay. <laughs> And Greg hates you. He hates seething you. in the <laughs> in the background. It was really it was really helpful. Background, to buy it. backstage. It's just a, how long it's been since I've done theater. I couldn't remember <laughs> what backstage was. I was, I was trying to say Greg was mad and bad, mad backstage. It's I'm okay. Like, we're I both said, Greg is mad in the background. It's okay. We're both out of that madness now. Yeah, it's okay. And James is further into it. Yep. Greg, you no longer do theater. Is that I, correct? I'm out. I'm out of it. <laughs> I'm out. I'm oh wow! I wash my hands of that business. Yeah, walking away in slow motion. Eh? That's right. Mm-hmm. Into the sunset while I like, blow if, up a car. Which, if some like to be rich fair, millionaire, blown if up. some rich millionaire came and approached us and was like, "Hey, we want you to do one last, one last show, one last job." Yeah, one last job. I mean, <laughs> we'd probably be in. Of course, it's yeah. the one last job thing. <laughs> and then I'm out. This is yeah, my this way is out. The last one. Yeah, I'm always, <laughs> I'm always in for one last job. Are you kidding me? No. I was like, you have to get the band back together. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. if someone came and was like, you got to get the band back together for, for one, one last, last job. job. And it's like, that sounds like a great movie. Can we course, write this? We movie? should definitely, <laughs> dude, we should buy a bar. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, one t- last job is the best trope. It's my favorite I, story I love trope. It so much. Yeah. But I also love get the band back together. And has there, like, has there been a movie that's combined both? Because it seems like a perfect thing to combine. Getting the band back together for one last job. Yeah, I mean, I guess a lot of like heist movies kind of get the band back together in the, in a sense, but it's not a band. It's not a literal band. Yeah. you want it I to want be, be a an literal band. band. Yeah. Does Does the Muppets <laughs> count? Like they have to do one big show, right? Yeah, that's the, that's where I kind of like lean towards too. Like, but I think it's still more of a get the band back together than it is one last show. Because I think yeah. the idea is once they save the theater, they're going to continue doing shows. So it's not one last show. It's just this is our last chance to save this theater and hopefully continue doing shows. Yeah, but you're right. literally talking about let's <laughs> let's get like a rock band back uh-huh. together so to we can pull an elaborate yes. heist. Yeah, yes. that's the great. best idea ever. <laughs> Oh my God! What a great idea! <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, cop- copyright. <laughs> we got it. We got to do. We got to write it before this episode comes out. Yeah, trademark it, uh, James. You're a writer. Yeah, do that. Start. Thing. Start it. <laughs> <laughs> write a draft. Prove it. <laughs> I'm writing. I'm writing it in my notebook right now. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> he probably is. Is the yeah, thing no, he I writes everything in his, in his yeah. notebook. It's great. <laughs> Ah, wish I could see it. Team Homer. Yeah, what about it? <laughs> <laughs> the pen pals became sort of an iconic thing. Yeah. 
after like the bowling shirts and yeah. stuff for like things you can buy at yeah. uh, places. I've always enjoyed the sports episodes of The Simpsons quite Name a bit them. for uh, you know various reasons. Homer at the Bat, uh, Team Homer, Lisa on Ice, Bart Star. Um, I like that episode quite a bit. Um, and um, you know, Homer's 300, like the, the, the perfect game episode. I can't oh, remember also what boo. that one is. But yeah, obviously also <laughs> boo. Um, because I, I actually remember, like that's the, that's the reiteration of this episode. Right. And it only comes four years later. Can you believe that? <laughs> well, the well's running dry in two years. So. Yeah, very much. <laughs> in my opinion. Um, I just, I don't know. I like, I like how they how they portray them i think uh i think sports are a fun thing to portray in animation and i think uh there's they have a lot of fun with animation in uh while keeping it in the realm of the real in in this particular episode when it comes to all the things you can you can do with bowling um like like a, a, a like the <laughs> point of view of the ball right. like um point of view of the pins yeah knocked down yeah uh burns throwing the ball while four other people roll strikes right yeah. next to them. It's an impossible thing to do if it was live action. <laughs> That's true. Right? Um, but in animation, you can do it, and it feels real because it's funny because he's an old man. Um, <laughs> he sure is. Can we talk about Burns? Uh, yes. Before we get there. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is bowling a sport? Yes. All right. Uh, so <laughs> if poker is, bowling is. <laughs> if curling is, bowling is. Sure. Like, it's a, a hot, hotly debated topic. Curling is an Olympic sport. No, I'm, <laughs> therefore, <laughs> but bowling, bowling is different is a than sport. curling. I know. Okay, but bowling's definitely. I think bowling's a sport. a sport. I'm just saying there are people who disagree. They say it's a hobby. I think they have because vastly... you're not doing it versus someone. That's absurd. Yeah, because these this is obviously versus someone. Well, in this case, in this. it is. But you don't have to do no, it. No, you don't have to do it. You also Something don't like have soccer, to, you have to do versus. Yeah, you have to. You don't have... Well, I mean, again, you can just kick the ball at the net. <laughs> That's not soccer, then. That's just kicking a ball. Greg. All right, I'm done I'm with playing this. devil's advocate I'm done here. with this. I'm disagreeing yeah, with that you're idea. Dis- you're disagreeing. But here's... I think I've uh, personally decided... The way to dis- discern a sport versus a hobby. It sounds like I'm talking to Ife right now. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or an insult. Uh, it's a compliment. It's a yeah. Um, <laughs> the way to discern a, a sport from a hobby, could someone uh, with no physical abilities do this thing? Bowling? Yes. No. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's how, like, if someone like a paraplegic or something, could play said thing, it's a hobby. If you need physical uh, abilities of some kind, it's a sport. That's what I think. That's what I personally think. That's why I think darts are a sport. Uh, That's why I think poker is not a sport, because you can, you know, do it on a computer um, with your, I don't know, blink your eyeballs or whatever. I don't know. But you know what I mean. I think if it's on ESPN, it's a sport. Well, (laughs) that that opens a whole other can of... Can of worms. Yeah, what's the what's the S stand for, Alan? Huh? Uh, I don't know. Actually, sports mm, does it? Yes. Mm, citation needed. Entertaining um, sports professional therefore. network. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. I thought it was like eat, spray, pan, love. Eat, <laughs> eat spray, pan, narcotics. It's extra supernatural. It just plays supernatural all day. 
every with a day. bunch of extras. All yeah. Chester Brothers. 14 seasons. There's 14? There will be. Oh, God. Did you know it's the one show that it's Democrats and Republicans can agree on? Oh, <laughs> Gonna save it's the world. It's still going though. Of course, that, of course, it's still I going. How it dare you? Years ago, I. How dare I? How dare, <laughs> how dare they? Yeah, I'll call Camille in right now. She'll tell you all about it. I'm sure she would. She watches a lot of garbage, Greg. She watches a lot of Supernatural, <laughs> and it's a great show. How dare you? <laughs> I will go to the bat for this show. Well, you're batting, batting a thousand. I am um, batting a thousand. Thank wait, you for finally good? admitting Damn it. it. <laughs> I don't know sports clearly. <laughs> That's right. Damn right. What does batting a thousand mean? Means you hit every single time. Oh wow! Bam! So you, you did. You're doing good. I'm doing great. <laughs> I'm doing the best I've ever What's done like the in negative my life. Thing to say? Best shape of my life. Bat, batting zero. Would that be the bad one? That would be the bad one. Oh, okay, yeah, that'd be I'm very bad. Remember that. For you next don't time. even hit ever. <laughs> Not even fouls. What's the bad one in bowling? Gutter ball. Gutter ball. What's the good one? Strike. Strike. That's how we get back on track. It is how we get back on track. <laughs> Fun thing about uh, this episode oh. is that it is about bowling. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was going somewhere with that. Well, you know what's uh, actually interesting? Yeah, tell me. Is how they get to the A plot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because Homer is <laughs> drinking. As he does. Yeah, this is one of the things I totally forgot about this episode. <laughs> I forget every time how they're doing it. And it's like, it's a, it's a mistress thing. <laughs> We got another notification there? Uh, yeah. It's uh, from Camille, who's defending herself. Wait, really? <laughs> yes. Can she hear us? <laughs> yes, of course. Oh, God. She's downstairs. I'm sorry, Camille. <laughs> she says, I don't even watch that much garbage. I've never <laughs> seen an entire episode of Two and a Half Men. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that oh, a lot. That's great. Yeah. Well, I didn't know I was being spied on while I did this podcast. Just one of the wonderful things you can expect if you come see our live show at Dickens. That's right. On Saturday the 19th. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's coming up so fast. In a week. Yeah. This is episode 99. Did you know we're doing a live episode, James? (laughs) Yes, I did. I thought plugs were saved till the end of the episode. (laughs) Well, they are when it's you who's plugging. This is our show. We can do it whatever the fuck we want. Yeah. Um, that's going to so keep So Homer's, up Homer's podcast, drinking and doesn't want to go oh, home, right? All right. It's really annoying. Hmm? What'd you say, James? Hmm? Homer's drinking Homer's and drinking. doesn't want to go home. Doesn't want to go home. It's really... Oh, so, stop it. Camille, <laughs> stop texting Greg because it's... Com- it's He doesn't know how to turn notifications off on his fucking laptop, apparently. <laughs> and so it just keeps making a doo-doo-doo sound that I'm certain is getting picked up on. It definitely is getting picked up. And it's so annoying for me and I'm certain for the listeners. So fix your goddamn computer. I fixed it. All right. Camille, text away. <laughs> it's fixed now. It's fine. <laughs> if it happens again, I'm rage quitting. Oh, jeez. I better make sure it's, <laughs> it's fixed. Homer doesn't want to go home to his kids. Uh, Mo weirdly wants to shut down. <laughs> yeah. At the, at the, I at mean, the beginning saying, of like, the I mean, he's saying like it's dead here, but it's like you still got like Homer and he's an alcoholic. He's going to keep drinking. Um, and, you know, in a ironic twist, Mayor Quimby and a bunch of his pals are just about to go to the bar and drink each other under the table. Yeah, it's the, it's the Kennedy brothers. Yeah. Yeah. Another Quimby, Greg. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> uh, 
Um, but yeah, so Mo shuts down and he's like, where else can we go now? So I don't have to go home with my family. And I guess it's the bowling alley. But it's league night. But it's league night. So how are, the they gonna, how are they going to play? They need to they figure gotta, out. They, they need to figure that out. They need, they need to get a league. Luckily, Apu's there. Mm-hmm. And Otto's trying to get a lobster harmonica. Yeah. And a Harvard degree. Well, not yet. It's true. <laughs> he has a choice. Lobster he, harmonica or the Harvard diploma. Yeah. He's a man with his priorities. He knows what he wants. Yeah. So, so they decide to form a league, but it costs $500. It does. Which they don't have. No, they don't. Homer devises a plan, though. Sex with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Is this scene cut in syndication, James? Uh, no. Okay, All the good. sex stuff was there. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Um, it leads to one of my favorite scenes in him asking Mr. Burns for money. Yeah. Yeah. When he's high on ether. It's so funny. And <laughs> the fact that like, it's another one of like, how old is he jokes? Yeah. It's like, oh, he still uses ether. Sure. That's super funny. And he has regular bowlings. Yeah. <laughs> Unpleasant for all involved. <laughs> um, so he's, he's hallucinating and he thinks it's uh popping fresh. Poppin' fresh. He's yeah. very dough boy. Yeah. And gives him the money. He does. And, uh, and kills Hans Moleman. Kills Hans Moleman. With an electric drill to the brain. It's a very, very gruesome off-screen death. It is, yeah. Maybe the most gruesome that he's had so far. Yeah. I mean, he's been buried alive. He's exploded in a car. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, so I think this is the most brutal. He says, ow, my brains. Yeah. But how could he say that if his brains are being screwed? Oh, you still have, I mean, have you ever seen the movie Hannibal? Almost exclusively. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so <laughs> it's the only he, movie I watch. So you'll remember the part then where he cuts where Ray open Ray Liotta's head and yeah. he, yeah, he, he can That's still That's actually speak. the only part I remember about that movie. Of course, it's, it's terrific. Visceral. Yeah. 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 And I he's eating his it. own brain. Yeah. It happens. The movie sucks. Yes, it does. But um, I'm very disappointed. Do you know who's behind the camera? Uh, Ray Liotta. <laughs> Ridley Scott. <laughs> really? Yeah. You know who wrote it? Uh, Ray Liotta. <laughs> David Mamet. Damn it. What? Ray Liotta yeah. must be involved in some way. <laughs> yeah. David Mamet wrote um, wrote Hannibal, the screenplay for it. Huh. I thought Thomas Harris always wrote the screenplay. Versions. No, he never did. Oh, never? Oh. Well, he might have done Hannibal Rising. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he never wrote the screenplay for the... I know he wrote the... the book because the movie was a success, right? What? Hannibal? Didn't he write Hannibal because no, Hannibal was so good? Hannibal, Hannibal came out like 10 years. The book came out like 10 years after. Hannibal? Hannibal came out like 10 years after Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. And then Hannibal the movie came out after the book was written. No, I know. I'm saying, but I thought he wrote, yeah, he wrote the book Hannibal because the movie Silence of the Lambs did so well. That's very possible. I think that was a thing. Like, they were like, oh, but a sequel, eh? And he's like, okay. It took him a long time, though. Yeah. Um, anyway, this isn't about that. Isn't it? No. <laughs> <laughs> James, what do you think about Hannibal. I read the book and I watched the movie and I didn't really like either. What about the character Hannibal? Oh, he's fine. What about the concept of cannibals? Uh, not for it. All right. Politically. I almost got him. I, you know, I thought I'd catch him there. But gotcha journalism? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. James Wade is pro-cannibalism. He'll never be able to come back to Canada now. <laughs> I'll get my, trying to get me. I'll get my car back, you son of a bitch. <laughs> 
Canada, Canaba. Oh, it's all coming together, of course. Canada, Illuminati confirmed. Yeah. So they bowl a bunch. Yeah. Good talk. I didn't care about the bowling. No? I don't know. What did you care most about? (laughs) Uh, The politics. The politics of the bowl? Yeah. Oh, like, like when Burns, the, like Burns wanted to... Burns wants on the team, yeah. and they have to kick off uh, Otto. I really enjoyed seeing all the different teams that they managed to stitch together. Yeah, there was some fun gags there. Yeah. Like, of course, the police framers. Yeah. Uh, the Channel 6. Channel 6 news team. Uh, there's the uh, stereotypes. The home wreckers. And the home wreckers. The home wreckers is my favorite. Yeah, me too. Um, okay. No, I, I mean, I, I just gotta, I just gotta pipe in here with the home records. Is Lurleen on that team? Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't like how mean this show is to Lurleen. <laughs> and you shouldn't. That's from the episode Colonel Homer, right? Yeah. A notoriously a bad episode. Bad episode. <laughs> I feel like she pops up in another episode, like as like a sad lounge act in the background. She is. Yeah. And she's and also that, in, uh, just like, there's a big premiere of something, and Ken Brockman's like, oh, it's Lurleen Lumpkin. How's it going, Lurleen? She's like, I spent last night in a ditch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What? She has a fall why, from grace because she tries to fuck Homer. Yep. And that's not allowed. No, it's not. He's, he, his, his body belongs to Marge. Um, it's the same thing. He's, he, he describes the same thing-ish happening to Mindy. Yeah. Uh, in yeah, that, Mindy in that horrible from Grace also in that horrible clip show episode. The, the the writers really want us to know that anyone who tries to get between Homer and Marge uh, deserve disappointment and failure and sadness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And isn't bad, that what bad. marriage is like all it. about? <laughs> I don't like it at all. I don't know, James. You're married. What is marriage all about? Um, what TV to watch? Nice. <laughs> Nice, very nice, very nice. But say and what's the answer? Let, like, say that's, um, take that out of the Is equation. it Killing Eve? Is that the answer? We usually just go back to Arrested Development. Oh, that's a good answer. Season 4 Remix? Oh, I didn't, I didn't do it. I didn't do it, I didn't. Remix is better than the, the original broadcast of it. Yeah, fair. Season 5 is garbage, though. Anyway, um... <laughs> Yeah, uh, Homewreckers, you know, it's a bad team name, arguably, because it's implying they're, you know, they were all actively trying to wreck the home, Mm -hmm. when I believe in all instances, it was really, they were just, they were just like, hey, this this is what I like, and it's really on Marge or Homer uh, being the ones who are almost cheating. That's right. Yeah. I would say. Yep. Um, but I just like seeing all four of them together and being like, hey, look at all these idiots that tried to break up. <laughs> I didn't try to break them up, but you know what I mean? That, Came between them. Yeah, that was the uh, the uh, plot point four different times. I like seeing Jacques. Yeah, and he's the one that they blamed their loss on, too, yeah. which is funny. Because yeah. he's supposed to be the expert yeah, at bowling. Is. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Can we talk about how good... Um, Apu, Mo, and Homer must be in order to <laughs> carry Mr. Burns. Yeah, on this team. So in the, yeah, in the final uh, game, as it were, against the Holy Rollers, it's purported that they're all bowling strikes. Yeah, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, we're only down by one pin. Yeah. <laughs> so and we've seen Burns 
only get gutter balls. Only gutter balls. Uh, it's presumed so, that the that the two pins that go down at the end of the game are the only two pins he's knocked down. Yes, the entire game, if not the entirety of his tenure on the pin pals. On, I would say tenure on planet Earth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We see we see the all four of the Holy Rollers knock strikes in the very first frame, mm-hmm. but then we one see one of them must fall apart. Yeah, well, or like a couple of them must fall apart. Yeah, and they, that's why they're able to catch up. Th- that's the only only way to like they must have dropped a couple, left a few open, that sort of thing. Yeah, um, maybe got a couple spares instead of strikes. That yeah, can, that can change the points dramatically. Yeah, but in order for only three of them. To basically, right? Because like Mr. Burns is a wash. Mm-hmm. Uh, in order for three of them to truly be that close, they have to be bowling like perfect games. Yeah, or at least. Well, that's what we see, right? Like when we, whenever we see the strikes on their team, it's always one of those three. Yeah, you know, with that little gag of nice one, Homer. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> well, bye. You want to talk about Burns. I did want to talk about Burns. Um, I really I really like him in this episode. Mm-hmm. As usual, he's kind of my uh, skinner, if you will. Yeah. Uh, every time Mr. Burns is on screen, I'm always just very excited to see what the writers do next, what they have, like the, the classic how old is he type <laughs> joke, um, how crazy can he be because he can literally do anything he wants because of the power that he wields within this town. Mm-hmm. And he does in this particular episode. It's like, I've had my classic change of heart and yeah. he's the impetus for every single plot point of this, of this episode. And, uh, in the a plot. Yeah. in the a plot. <laughs> and I really like seeing him like kind of showing a human side. Yeah. To himself, even if it's just for like a brief moment. It's we fleeting. don't really know how sincere it is, but it feels sincere in the moment. So Yeah. I feel like it's it's almost like the uh, the old man and the Lisa, which is coming up next season, uh, where he befriends Lisa. Yeah. And it it I at no point in that episode do I think he's being like du- dupli- duplici- duplicitous. Yeah. <laughs> Stumbled over that word. Um and uh it's just that he you know, in the end has a different vision for, you know, his future as it were. Yeah. And, uh, but like throughout the episode, he's like, no, like I'm actually enjoying learning and rebuilding my empire with, uh, these recycling ideas at heart. And in this episode, it's, you know, yes, I'm actually enjoying spending time with these people and being a part of a team and blah, blah, blah. And then at Goons the end, he's just like, maybe. yeah, <laughs> at the end, he's just like, yeah, but also I want the trophy. So. See ya. It's just for the trophy, too. That's so yeah. petty. I love that. <laughs> I love how petty that is. It's like, oh, but the truly evolved individual will sweep it. It's a trophy. Yeah. It's not well, money. built a trophy case. Yeah. <laughs> so he wants a trophy. It's, it, it's a trophy. It's not like it's money or any or prestige. Or, it's, it's, a, it's just a trophy. It's just a simple trophy. And he's so petty that he can't <laughs> let these guys have it. Yeah. And that's so Burns. It is. And I love that. James? Yeah. I I liked just how um, it, it didn't feel the, the end of the episode was just like, didn't feel the need to give like a good theme or like exploration of a theme in this episode. It's just like, oh yeah, no, this is who Burns is. Yeah. <laughs> There's no moral. It's just a bunch of stuff that happened. <laughs> yeah. And then this is who Homer and, and his friends are. They just like <laughs> break into his house <laughs> in the middle of the night to try and get it back. Yeah. And Homer's mauled. Yeah, and Mo yeah. is truly irredeemable 
in this in this episode in particular? Oh, um, so I watched this episode on uh, the FX Now app. Okay, um, and it, it gave a few like fun facts, and I didn't I didn't know if you knew all of them. Let's find out. Uh, so Barney's uncle Al is the bowling alley manager. Yep, knew it. Um, and oh, this episode was uh, dedicated to Doris Green, who died in December nineteen ninety five. Doris Grau. Doris Grau. Yep, Grau. That's what I wrote. Uh, so yeah, she actually died between the production of this episode and the airing of it, because this episode mm. aired January seventh, ninety six. Uh, she died December thirtieth, ninety five. So she oh, literally wow. died just about a week and a bit before this episode aired. And she's actually a big part. Of she it is too, a big part, weirdly, because yeah. she's normally not. Um, and so, yeah, they dedicated to her. Um, this is she's got a, she's got some lines in this episode that I think are fantastic. Oh, like her uh, <laughs> describing the uniforms. Yeah, uh, she'll have no reason. <laughs> she'll have no reason to play the blues in this <laughs> saucy ensemble. <laughs> yeah. And also, she says, I have no son to squeaky voice teen. That's right. Oh, that's right. Uh, yeah. So that's canon. That, that's her son. <laughs> squeaky voice teen. Doesn't mm-hmm. have a mom anymore. No. That's very sad. It's sad. I feel like she's in other episodes, though. I feel like she's got more. She might have recorded, recorded. some more stuff, yeah, yeah. But I can't say for sure. Yeah. Uh, if that's the case, then, well, it's been a good ride, Doris. <laughs> She has a wonderful voice. Oh, I love just her. Just a wonderful, wonderful voice. Yeah. Uh, it's just, just perfect for... Uh, There's very little meat in these mattresses. Yeah. Perfect for, this, for the They're surly lunch lady. Perfect for any sort of bureaucratic position that they ever put her in. Um, really, truly a unique, a unique voice. Um, like Marsha Wallace. Yeah. Who, uh, I don't know, five years from now? I want to say. I can't remember when she dies. Passed away a lot longer than that. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. She was in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Great. Yeah. She was in, like, she was all the way up through season 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. I just remember that being something, like, one of those moments where I'm like, oh, I'm interested in a news story about The Simpsons currently. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, she's great. Anyway, um, any other fun facts there, James? Um... None that I thought were fun or not obvious. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah. Although I did Bart do some Lisa's research. Sister. I mean, bro, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, swing and a miss. <laughs> Whoops. I didn't know who Donna Mesh was, actually. So I, I, I looked up who Donna Mesh was. Uh, I have a fun fact who, about this. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I mean, Donna Mesh, uh, most famously from Cocoon. Right. Or at least that's what he, was, he won his uh, Best Supporting Actor for. What, really? I believe so. I had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> um, because, uh, so there's, uh, the gag is, you know, I, wrote, <laughs> I built this trophy case for nothing, and then it zooms in on a Best Supporting Actor Oscar. Donna Mesh is crossed out, and it says Homer Simpson. <laughs> However, originally it was not Donna Mesh. Who was it? Uh, it was Dr. Heng S. Nyor. Who is a name I had never heard of before. Yeah. However, uh, he won Best Supporting Actor for The Killing Fields. Really? Yes. And mm. this episode uh, aired in 96, as I said. Uh, in 97 or 98, I want to say, uh, Dr. Hang S. Nyor was murdered. 
Wow. Oh my. So they actually, ch- this is one of the rare times they've changed not only the syndication, but also the stuff on the DVD. Wow. Because they didn't want anyone to think Homer murdered this man to get <laughs> his best his supporting Oscar. A- o- actor Oscar. So they changed <laughs> it to Donna Metch. Oh my God. Isn't that crazy? Wow. <laughs> He's an actual yeah. doctor? Uh, you know, I'm not too sure in my brief uh, research here. I didn't see anything about that, but it, it was, uh, it was uh, like it sh- in, in the episode, it showed doctor as the credited, uh, thing. Um, but, uh, I can't look it up right now. Um, but yeah, he, uh, he was in not too many other, uh, roles and then was killed. Um, uh, I think they, they thought it was some kind of like, uh, gang, uh, that killed him, but I can't remember if there was a definitive uh, uh, knowledge of who killed him. Yeah, he's a legitimate doctor. There you go. Uh, gynecologist, obstetrician, actor, and author. Won his Academy Award for uh, his debut performance in the film The Killing Fields. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I had no idea. Yeah, where's that fun fact? FX now. Yeah. <laughs> That's the Shut kind of thing it. you can only get on Two Bad Neighbors. I also didn't know Malkovich was in The Killing Fields. i got to watch this movie. <laughs> um, Sorry, I like John Malkovich. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I like watching him. I like being him. Who wouldn't? Uh, <laughs> <sighs> that was a big sigh, James. Got, some, got something to say? I, I, just, I just miss you guys so much. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so I was wrong. Uh, he was murdered... February 25th, 1996. So literally a month, almost two months after this episode. Oh aired. dear. So I had to wow. change it they real quick. It very quickly. Yeah. Wow. Producers were concerned <laughs> that this would imply Homer had murdered or to steal the statue. That's horrible. Yeah. Um, speaking of references. Yeah, let's go there. Mad magazine. Oh, yeah. Gotta love that. I love how they just, like, rip into Mad Magazine in the most, like, awesome ways. It's like, yeah. they only do this special edition 17 <laughs> times a year. It's, it's true. It's, like, it's great. Yeah. And then and it's, uh, it's not the only time they do it, either. Oh, they, yeah. like, they've they been to Mad Magazine a couple times, I think. Yeah, they, they certainly do. there when they're in New York. Right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. My father has a subscription. I'd like the Grand Tour, please. Listen, kid. We're just a magazine company. Give me Kaputnik and phone boat. <laughs> So silly. Yeah. I don't like that episode. Anyway. I do. I know. Um, <laughs> uh, also, Cracked Magazine is uh, right next to it, and it I believe it says, a, like, a stupider mad magazine or something. <laughs> <laughs> so they're ripping into mad that's, and cracked in one that, go. I mean, that's not a very... Um, that's not a very good joke, but it's an <laughs> appropriate joke. Yeah, it's, it's, it's quite apt. It's low-hanging fruit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Spiro Agnew is, <laughs> is mentioned by Millhouse. He must be someone who works there. Yeah. Uh, that's also a that's good another, rip. That's another good uh, over my head joke as a kid. Yeah, I had no idea who the fuck Spiro Agnew was until I saw Futurama. But now in this case, Agnew. Uh, in this case, uh, it's even better because now you can a- appreciate it for them. Also, it's a rip on Mad Magazine for mm-hmm. being so out of touch. Yeah, and like because that's from yeah, the seventies. Yeah, it's ninety six guys. Come yeah. on. Come on, man. They also do a similar joke at one point. Like my favorite, like you're out of touch joke on the Simpsons is, uh, Krusty saying, so we're not doing the hanging Chad sketch. (laughs) (laughs) 
What is that? Uh, in, uh, a reference to the no, no, sorry, like election. When, like, oh. That would be in like <laughs> like when what episode was that in? Do you remember? I'd be in like oh, I do. I do not remember. Okay. Season eleven or twelve, something like that. Oh, okay. It's when he's like trying to be a comedian again, maybe. Oh, I don't know. No, with Jay Leno. Anyway, uh, Pillsbury Doughboy, of course, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, as well as Lucky Charms and that that leprechaun. That's why he kills Hans Molman. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get your Lucky Charms. Uh. <laughs> Why is that the way to get it? Anyway, um, uh, Mr. Roboto by Styx. Homer does like one of his chances. Oh, yes. Don't yeah, yeah. Mr. Roboto. You can do it, Otto. Uh, Donna Mitch uh, mentioned. And then uh, the other one I had was the Nancy Kerrigan incident. That's right. As Mo uh, hits That's right. <laughs> Burns in the kneecap. Yeah. Thank wow. you, Mask Stranger. Yeah. <laughs> He's just got this mask with him. <laughs> this and a crowbar. Mask and a crowbar. Oh, oh man. A bad person. He's a very bad he person. One, you know, overly, was it like, I don't want to uh, generalize, but old people are no good at anything ever. <laughs> um, that's how a lot of us feel. Uh, anyway. <laughs> wow. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. I uh, love the elderly. Uh, favorite joke time from me. What favorite joke time? Yeah. All right, James, why don't you hit us up with your favorite joke? I'm going to cheat. I have two. I love them so much. Go for it. Uh, they were the suckiest bunch of sucks I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) Suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Right. Suckiest bunch of sucks. He throws one more suck suck in there. There were so many. And then Mo saying he's better than dirt, but not that fancy (laughs) store-bought dirt. (laughs) That is good. Yeah. Mo yeah. is funny. Yeah, that's a good I joke. Him. Yeah, he's a bad person. Uh, <laughs> mine is actually one very early in the episode. Uh, when Homer is like insulting people. And, oh, yeah. And Marge is like, Do you want meatloaf for dinner? And he's like, No, I want roast beef, you clod. <laughs> and she just rolls her eyes. And she's just like, Oh, jeez. <laughs> He's on a thing again. <laughs> and he laughs so hard at his own joke. Yeah. It's not even a joke. It's so Just dumb. calling someone a clod. I just love that as an insult, too. I add that that's in my lexicon thanks to this episode. Clod? Yeah. Yeah. I just say, you clod. Yeah. I love it. Um, mine would have to be, it's also pretty early in the episode. It is when Homer and Moe are alone at Moe's, and uh, he asks... Mo was like, where's uh, Lenny, Carl, and Barney? And, and Homer says, oh, they're not coming around anymore. They're with their mistresses. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah. Kind of comes out of, out of nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> they're with their mistresses. And Lenny and Carl the- are in the episode, like in the background, like very briefly oh, when really? he runs out of the office. Like they're right there. <laughs> so like it's, but it's never brought up. It's like, yeah. what does that mean? It's a one-off thing. It's so and great. Now, does this imply that they have wives? Uh, yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> At least one of them does. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Like it couldn't be if like, if uh, like say I was uh, Lenny and I'm sleeping with a married woman, would that still be a, my mistress? No, you're the mistress. I'm the mistress. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. In that case. Wow, I'm a mistress. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, they all have wives. Yeah. <laughs> According to this episode. They're all cheating on them. <laughs> so, Great. you know, just have fun with that. Yeah. Final thoughts? 
Uh, you know, it's, uh, like I said, not super memorable, but it's fun. Mm. And I enjoy watching it, but it's never one I'm excited to put on. Mm. I'm never like, ooh, let's watch this one. This is an easy drinking episode for me. I like watching it and just being like, hey, cool, that was a lot of fun. Um, bowling is fun. I want to go bowling. I want to go, I, I should go bowling. Easy drinking? Yeah. Do we need to talk? Uh, not online. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not right now. All of your ratings recently are related to drinking in some. Ah, <laughs> I don't you know what? Know. This is a this is a episode that I can really shoot back some tequila with. <laughs> I can uh, I can line up a nice bottle of uh, Irish whiskey, and that thing's gone in twenty minutes. That's how easy drinking this episode is. You know, I'm not Let a fan of this episode. It's more of a Mike's Hard Lemonade situation. This is if a, you know what I mean. It's a peaty episode. <laughs> it's got notes of uh, cherry and uh, oak. Uh-huh. That was a nice finish. Sure. <laughs> James, what'd you, what'd you think? Uh, yeah, I, I, I like it fine. It's just, it's like, it's an okay episode buoyed by some really funny jokes. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Okay. Cool. Well, um, <laughs> everybody should go see Spider-Man. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, check out our latest uh, bonus episode on Patreon.com. We just did an escape room episode. Yeah. Uh, and please and come. And Greg stifled me. I, well, I, I had to talk to, for hours. We had to get to this. And also, <laughs> it's not a movie that deserves to be talked about for hours. Well, it's good. It's Let the people be the judge of that. All right. <laughs> uh, if you want another episode you want of Escape part two? Room, if you want a part two, uh, tell us about it. <laughs> Maybe I'll watch the, the 2017 Escape Room movie. Yeah, send us an email and we'll make a part two. Maybe we'll do an episode on Cube. Who knows? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and Cube 2 Hypercube. And uh, please make sure to uh, come on out to Dickens Pub on the 19th of January. Doors open at 3.30 in the afternoon. Show starts at 4. Recording starts at 4.20, y'all. <laughs> and we're going to go for uh, for an hour. No more. No less. And uh, then Chris there's going to be... Yeah. In the house, Chris Turner's going to be in the house. He's going to he's going to have some books to give away or sell or sign yeah. or all of the above. Uh, Camille is going to make an appearance. Uh, she's not going to be texting in the appearance. She's going to actually come out and do something funny. Well, I don't know if people want that, but uh, I guarantee people want that. <laughs> I think they prefer the texting. <laughs> they prefer. The text. They want that that ding to pop up every so often. Ding. Just oh oh there we go. <laughs> Trust me, if I read it to you, it'll be funny. Um, <laughs> you guys doing bingo cards? Sure are. Oh, yeah. We're going to do some uh, TBN bingo. We we're going to do, yeah, we're going to do TBN bingo, courtesy of James Wade, who put together our bingo card all those years back. We're going to yeah. move might, it around. Might, and, uh, might change some to yeah. be more updated. Yeah, maybe a little sure. bit. Um, definitely got to keep the Algene at the uh, oh, yeah, center that's, square. That's your bonus. That's your, your, free, your free space. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> And uh, James, got anything to plug? I don't know if it will do any use here. Um, <laughs> well, if you have any, any listeners, if you have any lister, list, listeners in Pennsylvania, I have a oh. play reading coming up in the spring sometime. Is it Scranton? <laughs> it's not in Scranton. It's in Pottstown. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's favorite city. It's the title of the play. Yeah, Pottstown. That's the title Smoking of the play. Pot and Pottstown. <laughs> Okay. Oh, well, so the title I, is Pottstown and it's in Pottstown? Wow, what a get. I thought you said that's the title of the play. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was, but what is it actually? It's called In Tongues and it's uh, it's a disturbing little play. Well, I should expect nothing less. Yeah, good. <laughs> From a master of playwriting.
That's right. Yeah, I mean, the title, the title is like, you know, I don't want anything in my tongue. No. Nope. That must be what it refers to. Yeah. I'm not going to ask him what it no, refers to. I don't think we need to know. Because it's so clearly The that. title is visceral. Yeah. In your tongue. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's in tongues? I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's like knives? Yeah. Wow. Knives? Don't. Ouch. Hair? <laughs> All of these things are very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I don't want them in my tongue. Yeah. Get them out of my tongue. Two, two characters come on stage like, there's something in my tongue. Like, well, there's something in mine. <laughs> and then I'll they ask the audience, what do you think it mine? is? It's an interactive play. <laughs> is it like that Dr. Seuss play where one person's going, uh, fuck it. <laughs> the Lorax. <laughs> it's, a, it's the Lorax, isn't it, James? You just wrote the Lorax. <laughs> It's very prescient to our time, so I thought I'd just ah. rip it off. <laughs> you see, geniuses adapt. Taylor Swift. Yeah. And Taylor And then Swift. after and the Andy show, Vito. I'm going to be selling thneeds. Because <laughs> you need a thneed. Yeah. You need a thneed. Well, Hashtag Dr. You need Seuss a is weird, you guys. Yeah, it sure is. Uh, well, guys, uh, I think it's about time to wrap this thing up. Uh, James, thank you so much for uh, coming back onto the show. I'm so glad that you're still alive. <laughs> Oh, thanks. Um, I thought you were really going to hold a grudge about uh, that car thing. But, um, <laughs> nah, that's I, what a car is <laughs> for. That's for getting new ones. It was a lease anyway. Right. Well, thanks for having me on. I uh, I look forward to hearing all about your live event. I know it's going to be super fun. I hope well, it will be released also. So yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, then <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess I'll do that. Yeah, and if you're a Patreon member, you could see the video version of it too. Well, you know yeah. what? I am a Patreon member because uh, I support uh, this podcast and other podcasts like it. And we wow. love you for it. If you want to support <laughs> this podcast, but not other podcasts like it, then go to our Patreon page. <laughs> I'm not saying don't support other ones. It's just if you if you give us money, it's not going to help other ones. That's all I'm saying. It's just going to be like... It's just going to help us. Yeah. yeah. But you can do it. It's patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios. Yeah. 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 It's not going to help the Daily or the the Joe yeah. Rogan podcast or, or like Serial season five. Yeah, This American no. Life or um, stuff you need to know. Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, Super Ego. Uh, my favorite murder. My, Off my, book. Le- my least favorite murder. My <laughs> indifferent murder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just a murder that happened that's you know not very interesting but i'm inserting myself into the story anyway because i'm a podcaster with nothing better to do <laughs> yeah, take that sarah koenig <laughs> oh no um all right well that's it from us at two bad neighbors how can they reach us alan oh boy well you can always email us at the hammock district on third at gmail.com numerical three and you can also find us on facebook uh instagram and twitter at bad neighbors pod yeah but i don't check twitter so i do good <laughs> As long as one of us is on it. Yeah. In fact, Instagram's the least uh, updated. Maybe I should I take over that one. You should. Okay. You I will. You'd be better at I'm it. I'm okay with Instagram. Yeah. I can do that one. You can do that one. All right. Sold. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, the, the next episode is Two Bad Neighbors, in case you didn't know. It's that's, amazing. That's why we're doing our 100th episode on Two Bad Neighbors by Two Bad Neighbors. Are you saying that you and Barb are, two, are bad neighbors? No the, no, the man and the boy. The boy's named Bart. I don't know the name of the man. Uh, what's the name of the man? I'm not getting involved. Ugh, fine, I thought the banner was pretty self-explanatory. We'll take it down. You get to see that live! Yeah! And it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, and then right after that is Simpsons trivia. So it's going to be a whole night of Simpsons fun. So. Stick around. We'll all be winners. Yeah, Chris mm. Turner 
is going to play Simpsons Trivia for the first time. Oh, it's going to be great. Whoa. So cool. see if you stack up against him. Is he going to play He's with us? He's a scholar. I don't know. I, I think don't... he has his own career. God damn. <laughs> That'd be fun. It would be. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. They can have team sizes up to eight. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Maybe we'll merge. Maybe. Uh, thanks again to James for guesting on this episode. We appreciate you and everything you do. You got it, gents. <laughs> and um, happy, happy, happy marriage. Happy marriage. Thank, thank you. know what you. they say, And James? happy new year. Yeah, yep. Happy yep. wife, happy life. Bingo bongo. I, I'll check in with her. Happy groom, clean your room. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we need to end this. Right. <laughs> and keep watching the skis. Ha, ha, ha.